In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This has been a heartbreaking week. Minneapolis is still burning. Anger and grief and exhaustion are flooding communities throughout our country after watching another man get executed in the street. Our own city is filled with tents and addiction and despair. I've heard from some of you this week who have family members that are sick and you're scared. I've heard from friends doing mission work overseas who are overwhelmed by the suffering of the poor in their midst, even as the few fragile institutions around them are disintegrating entirely. I've heard from others of you who have lost work. I spoke with a couple who said goodbye to their foster child this week. I've watched my own sweet, happy children start to slip into depression and confusion about what's happening in the world. In all of these things, I feel helpless and heartbroken. As I consider our future as a parish, it's murky. The coming weeks will likely not bring much clarity. And today is the Feast of Pentecost. And while it may seem strange, in a world that is gasping for air, Pentecost is perhaps the greatest of good news. In our Gospel reading, St. John masterfully ties together multiple threads that run throughout the scriptural witness to what God is and has been doing in his world. In our Gospel lesson, we find the disciples afraid, heartbroken, disoriented. It's Easter evening, but they remain locked in the upper room. The risen Christ moves past the locked doors of fearfulness and speaks the word that each human person has needed to hear since we left Eden. Shalom peace, wholeness, being put back together. It's yours. As he speaks this word of life to his followers, many of whom were likely weighed down by shame and guilt after having abandoned him at his arrest and execution, Christ does something inexplicably strange. He shows them his wounds, speaks peace to them again, and breathes on them. Are you tracking with how weird all this is? A couple of days prior to this, Jesus was asphyxiating on the cross. The flesh of his back was hanging in ribbons. The crowd around him was mocking him as excruciating pain courses through his body. After he dies and they lay his body in the tomb, he descends to the realm of the dead, seeking Adam who is imprisoned there. In entering into death, Christ destroys it, taking his Sabbath rest as he speaks back to life those long held imprisoned in Hades. And all the while, the Spirit is knitting his flesh back together, but it's not resuscitation. It's resurrection. It's a new plane of existence. Christ, a resurrected person now, whose body is not subject to the laws of physics, Christ the glorified King who reigns over his creation, moves in close to this group of huddled, fearful, confused people, and he shows them the wounds he still bears, even as the glorified king over all demigods and kings. And he breathes on them, just as he breathed into Adam and man became a living being. In this exsufflation, he is drawing his followers into the dimension of his kingdom, all the while empowering them by his spirit to remain in a world as heartbreaking and disorienting as ours. The Spirit has been given, and in that, all things are now ours in Christ. 
But it's right here that faith, which often sounds like a guttural scream in the face of injustice and often feels like a sweaty, clawing grasp on a world that is yet to come, it's right here that faith becomes the mechanism by which we grab onto this spirit-given reality. Because the Christ, who with himself gives us all things, is still the wounded Christ. Which means that your physical illness, or your anxiety disorder, or your depression, or your outright fear, isn't going to be the thing to keep you from him. Because he himself has brought woundedness into his perfection, and he welcomes the wounded into his very life. O heavenly King, the Comforter, the Spirit of Truth, you are everywhere present, filling all things. Come and abide in us, and cleanse us from every stain, and save our souls, O good one. Amen. <laughs>